I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, MoneyWise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcast. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Is there anybody listening right now that's got a story about when you took a sleeping pill... <laughs> At the wrong time. Because I have to imagine I can't be the only person that has a story like this. We start calling now 410-583-1065. Or what's going to be worse is if we get no calls on this. Yeah. But I can't believe I'm the first person to screw this up. Last night I went to go see Dear Evan Hansen, the musical. Have you heard that, Jess? That yes. one before? Yes, yes, yes. Um, you will be fine. It's over at the Hippodrome Theater this week. So good. Second favorite musical of all time. So I'm pumped to go see it. The problem is, like any of us... It's a, it's a weeknight. Like, it screws everything up, yeah. schedule-wise. Yeah. Especially if you get up early like we do. It's like the worst thing to do is to commit to something on a Tuesday night. Well, totally. this is the opportunity for me to go see it last night, right? So I said, all right. The problem I have with going to see musicals during the week, though, is I sleep so bad. So I came up with a little plan last night. I said, you know what I'm going to do? Like, two songs before the show is over, I'm going to take my sleeping pill. It's way too late to take a sleeping pill. Usually I have to take it by 8 o'clock if I want like, to be able to wake up and feel refreshed and ready to go by 6 a.m., you know? You took it at the show? <laughs> so <laughs> I know this musical well enough to know that in the second act, the mom sings a song, and then the show has literally got about maybe 10 minutes left. I know I could hop into an Uber and be out of there. Done. Okay. So intermission rolls around. I'm like, all right, here we go. It's going to be good, man. I'm going to pop this pill. Came up with a genius plan to still get some great sleep, even though not late this night. Pop the pill. I'm sitting here. I'm like, man, this this show is going longer than I remember. I look at the program. It's like remix. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I forgot the mom actually has two songs uh-huh. in the second act, and we still had like 45 minutes to go. We still had like seven songs to get through in this musical. Oh my god! You know, I'm sitting here on a sleeping pill. Trying to get through the ear, the end of Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you what happened in the last 15 minutes. I was literally you, like, sitting blacked there. out. I was sitting there literally like having to like keep my eyes open. Ew. I hop in an Uber and like I I don't I remember getting home, but I can't tell you the details. That's I can't scary. tell you. Worst time ever to take a sleeping pill. That's scary. Has this ever happened to anyone else before? Where like it was the most inconvenient time. You could have taken it by accident. Maybe you like got like your your pills switched up, up you know like yeah. you didn't realize you had one pill instead of the other and you took a sleeping pill baby's the middle of the day i don't know 410-583-1065 hey mix good morning who's this hi this is matt how are you matt doing well have you taken a sleeping pill at the wrong time uh oh absolutely absolutely i actually took i took two of them uh right before we had a dinner, or not a dinner party, like my wife's entire family <gasps> no. at our house for dinner. Um, didn't know they were coming. Didn't know oh. anybody was going to be there. No. So like, at like 3.30, 4 o'clock, I'm tired. It's Sunday. I've been working like 16-hour days. Yeah. Leading up four. And uh, I was like, all right, I really got to sleep, so I got to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Well, uh, come find out. I take these things at like 4.45, 25 people show up to my house. 25? <laughs> No. And I'm like, I'm like, hold on, whoa, what's going 
guys, how are you? So, did and you? They're like, we're here, for, we're here for dinner. I'm like, why? Oh, no. I'm like, oh no. And like, my eyes are droopy. They're like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm so tired. Did you fake so, it through it, or did you pass out? Oh, somewhere? I, I went. I, I had monsters, the white monsters at our house. I, I started drinking a monster, and I was like, babe, I, there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this. Yes. And did you get through? Like, get she was like, get it as far as you can. I got to like 8.30. Hey. I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Went to the bathroom, laid on my bed, woke up the next morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm a Glasgow, I'm a Glasgow man. I'm a Glasgow, because that was that. a trooper right there. Yeah. I'm just, I'm curious how common these stories are. Poor guy. Lee, you were at work. What happened? Okay, so I'm at work. Uh, I own an automotive repair shop. It's a Saturday morning. Um, my son said... He's got a headache, so he's asked me if I got any aspirin, ibuprofen. I didn't have any. He went and picked some, some up. He brought it back, and he asked me how many to take. I said, take two of them. It's usually 200 milligrams. I said, give me a few. I usually take 800 milligrams. I had a slight headache. Yeah. So I take them. Um, maybe about 45 minutes later, my eyes, I can't keep them open. Um, I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and he buys ibuprofen nighttime. <laughs> so, Your so son you, did this to you? you now my f- son did this. My son drugged me, basically. <laughs> Your son um, drugged you. <laughs> I mean, I cannot keep my eyes open. An uh, hour later, I'm like, I-, I can't do it anymore. I go in. I call my wife to tell her what happened just in case something, I don't come home or something. But yeah. basically, um, I go in the office. He-, he goes home for the day. He was fine. Um. Literally, I fell asleep on the office chair for about four hours. And oh, oh back my I was going to ask how you actually got home that day. So you just had to sleep it off at work. That was it. There was no oh, other option. Oh, when I got home, I literally went home. Uh, I guess it was like 6 o'clock, and I slept till 8 o'clock the next day. Not oh, bad. my goodness. Yeah, Never that's... trusting him again. <laughs> Never. He just buying something fast. <laughs> I'll pop some. I got a headache, too. Well, not so much. That's funny. Okay, the dinner party story a couple minutes ago. Super inconvenient time. I think Melissa, though, Melissa's going to be the story to beat it, like the worst time to accidentally take a sleeping pill. Hey, Melissa, good morning. Good morning. So this is not you, but this is your husband. Yes, my husband was the one that took the sleeping pill at the worst possible time. So what happened? So um, my husband has insomnia, so he would regularly take sleeping pills at night. Mm-hmm. And um, we had, I was pretty much nine months pregnant, ready to give birth any day. And um, we had been at the doctor for our checkup. I had to go over to their birthing center for monitoring mm-hmm. um, because I had been running a high blood pressure. So it's coming. Um, the baby's coming. We they, know it's coming. Yep. <laughs> they went ahead and released me, came home. Um, we got home pretty late. So he went ahead, took his sleeping pill, went to bed. I was still up, pattering around. And um, uh, my water broke. Oh, my God. No. And he's how deep into his sleeping pill at this point? About an hour. Oh, so no. It's, it's like. What it's, did you do? It's game time. It's game time at this I, point. I had to wake him and tell him that my water broke. Um, he groggily woke up and um, we called the doctor. You know, with your first. You have a little bit of time, and we had taken the birthing class, so we knew we had a little bit of time before we had to rush to the hospital. So, you know, the doctor, sure enough, said, okay, take your time. You don't have to be in any major hurry. Did he sleep at all? He laid back down. He slept a little bit longer. Oh, no, you're kidding. Oh, oh, you're joking. This man (laughs) went back to sleep as you're in labor? 
I let him. I told him go lay back down. You I let him. My bag. I did. You're, you're a good woman. I did. You're a good woman because I, I, don't, oh. I don't know. Well, the... I knew there was no way he was driving me to the hospital like that. No, it's true. Valid point. Valid point. So, well, so an I hour later, I made him go lay back down. Oh I went back to my bag. Um, you know, took a quick shower. Oh my god. And then woke him up once the contractions started getting worse, and okay. it was like okay. It's time to go. Get a monster energy. It's yeah, Mountain Dew time. We gotta go. Freaked out. It's baby time. Our lives aren't like they used to be. They're busier. Early morning zooms, grabbing coffee to make that in-office meeting, getting to your kid's soccer game on time. Life is different, and so is advertising. To reach any audience, you need your message out there in all media, broadcast to streaming, on screens, and right to the ears of your customers. And that's what we do at Odyssey. Let's build a media campaign that targets the customers you know and want to reach more of. Right here in our community. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. There it is. There we go. All right. We got the right I buttons like, I hear myself in my ears, but not in my headphones. Why? That's not good. Oh, because my mic's not on. Neither is Jess's. Good morning. Good God. Six o'clock club. How we feeling? We good? Is your mic on today? Your mental mic? We on? Are your eyes open? Yeah. 410-583-1065. You're up. You're safe. You want to text us. We just like to know who's hanging out with us. You're like our best friends in Maryland, so we don't want to make it creepy, but uh, we need you. 410-583-1065. Text us. Veronica, good morning. Jim at USCG. Good hello. Carol, the shuttle driver. Good morning. Jess R. and Rob P. from Westminster. Two more sleeps. Yeah. That's right. Canton Curtain, Canton Karen. Good morning. Beautiful Beverly. Brian, our Lyft driver in Dundalk. LG, the sassy scientist, is here. Stephanie Lynn, Mr. W. Hello, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Jess in Aberdeen. Annabelle and her mommy in Habitat Grace. Good morning. Christina's here. Sherry from Severn, Lisa, Francesca, the nurse, Hopadope, good morning, Amanda from the Eastern Shore, Nick Sky, Shannon Banana, good morning. Good to see you guys. 410-583-1065. If you want to text us and say good morning, that's what we do with the 6 o'clock club. We just uh, we just hang out, right? So the best way to put it, we just hang out. Yeah. That's what we do best. All right. What would you rather Wednesday? This is where I give you a scenario. You tell me what would you rather. Both situations, they're not great. They're both a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Today, would you rather only be able to speak gibberish and nobody would understand you? Oh. Or you misunderstand everything that other people say? Would you rather <laughs> okay. be able to speak gibberish and nobody understand you? Mm-hmm. It's basically our first 30 minutes of the show. <laughs> yeah. Or misunderstand everything that other people say. This one gives me massive anxiety. I know. Why is my chest tight? As an introvert, like, there's nothing worse than either of these, to be honest with you. Jess, if you have to choose one or the other, and start texting, too. We want to hear your answers. 410-583-1065. There's no real reason for this. We just do it for uncomfortableness. I guess I'd say misunderstand what other people say, because I feel like it would be more frustrating (laughs) as, like, you wanted to you having to do it over and over again, whereas somebody else, like, I don't care if you take 10 times to explain something to me. I'll get it eventually. But can you imagine, I mean, maybe, again, this is maybe the introvert side of me, <laughs> is having to be like, I'm sorry, what? 
Like, have you ever had to do that twice to somebody? I already have bad hearing. I, bad hearing as it is. Like, I can't. I, it's kind of like my life, to be honest. Terrible. I'm like, huh? Wait, what? And like, but eh? you do, you do, and you're like, I'm sorry, huh? One more time. You can never quite get it. Oh, mm-hmm. that sounds so stressful. I think I'd have to speak in gibberish. I think I'd have to. I mean, I'd have no career here. It'd be lonely. But I'd rather inconvenience myself than somebody else. I just can't ask. I mean, there. I don't know why. I don't know why the most uncomfortable feeling in the world to me is asking someone to repeat themselves more really? than more than once. Once is fine. Oh, once I do Once you that get a freebie, all the time. God. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> One more time. Now, these are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. March is National Women's History Month, so every day we're taking a moment to look at the way women have made the world a better place. And today we remember Rebecca Cole. She was born today in 1846, and she was the second African-American woman to become a doctor in the United States. And we also honor Evelyn Burns, a technical expert. She was born today in 1900, an immigrant to the U.S. She helped design Social Security and wrote the American Social Security System, what is now the standard text in this field. Okay, shout out. Number two. The nation's permanent time is closer to becoming law. The Senate passed a bill yesterday to make daylight saving time permanent. It's called the Sunshine Protection Act, and now the House has to approve it before the president can actually sign it into law. It passed by unanimous consent, meaning it didn't actually go up for a vote, but no one objected it. Uh, There's no guarantee it'll pass the House or that President Biden will sign it, and it wouldn't take effect until next year, so we will be winding the clocks back an hour this fall no matter what, but a year from now, we might be springing forward for good. I can tell you this, and I'll bet you... $6.7 $6.7 million right now. Mm-hmm. This won't pass. Every, no? every year, some state, some somebody's trying to this pass This is the closest it. it's ever been. I know. But I just can't get my hopes up. I kind of think it will, to be I honest. can't get my hopes up. But I feel like also, it's almost like Biden might throw us a bone. There's so much chaos in the world. It's like, okay, I'll tell you what. I know gas prices are, are high, but yeah. you ain't got to change the clocks no more. But like, yeah. Number one. Mike Tyson's cannabis brand, Tyson 2.0 has announced ear-shaped marijuana edibles. He is now selling gummies in the shape of an ear with a bite taken out of them. They're called Mike Bites, based on the 1997 WBA heavyweight championship fight where Tyson literally took a bite out of Evander Holyfield's ear. As a result, Tyson was fined $3 million and had his boxing license revoked. He and Holyfield have since made up and have even joked about creating ear-shaped candy together in the past. There's no word if Evander's getting a cut off the profits, but they did a joint interview a few years ago. Mike actually brought up the idea, and he made it sound like Evander was figured in. So. I don't know how, like, the two of them feel about that now. What do you mean? Because Mike Tyson has made a career off that moment. I mean, he was already a big boxer, but, like, that is, like, the the pinnacle. And, like, think about it. Like, this man literally bit another man's ear off. And now we have marijuana gummies. They're friends now, (laughs) apparently. I, I... Make money how you go make money. Yeah. I ain't trying to... If somebody's willing to buy an ear of marijuana, all right. (laughs) This is Justin. That was your top three. I've never heard a story like this before. Have you? No. I didn't even know that that you could do that, to be honest. I'm still kind of confused. Brian is one of our 6 o'clock club members, and he says that he had gas stolen out of his car. Like, are things getting that bad? He's a Lyft driver in Dundalk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are things getting that bad where gas is actually getting stolen out 
of cars. Brian, what happened? Well, I came out. I didn't drive yesterday, but I had a full tank of gas Monday afternoon after I drove. Yeah. And I came out, and my gas tank door was open. And I looked at the uh, gas gauge, and it was a little, just a little past full. Then this morning, when I came out, I was on a three-quarter tank. It didn't drive at all yesterday. And it was more gone than it was when I parked. So you and I also I also noticed my my five gallon tank of fuel that was under the um, under my deck um, was missing. Well, man, that's like that's like gold right now. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. You might as well left some family heirlooms outside. They were very expensive. Uh, I mean, do you really think? Okay, you think that times are getting so tough that people are actually going into gas tanks and taking gas out of? I mean, that's that's really what you 100 percent assume because your a gas tank went from what almost full to how like how much gone was it? Uh, in two days, a quarter tank. And you literally think that somebody came and stole a quarter tank of gas out of your car? Oh yeah. Well, it's on the news. A car pulled up in a gas, a gas station during a busy time um, and actually was taking gas from their tanks underground while they sat on top of the, the, where the gas No. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, my. that was on news yesterday. Good Lord. I mean, I would hope not just because, like, we're all in it They together. stole, like, $5,000 in gas. Damn, man. That was, Over time. that was one tank of gas, too, for $5,000. It's getting that stupid out there. Dude, that's so sad. That makes me sad that we're even at that place where you got to be worried about your damn car be you know your gas tank being locked up just because so so expensive out there I'm right sorry. now. Yeah, dude, I hate that for you. Well, I did see somebody put a like a latch and a uh, padlock on their on their gas tank on a photo on Facebook. I'll blame them. Wow. I'm going to go get one today. I, you wouldn't think you need that, but uh, maybe it, maybe it's a thing. Dude, I hate it. What a, what a bad way to start the day, but thank you for the heads up, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And also, I'm thinking, like, what's logistics there? Are people having to, like, get a hose, put it down a gas tank, and, like, well, no, that's what I'm Suck saying. Suck it out? No, I, I don't under I don't understand. Like, oh, so once you steal the gas tank itself, is what you mean? No, literally out of his car. Oh, like literally out, like out of the gas tank of his car. I mean, he said yes, that like a portable one got stolen from behind his house or under his deck. Uh-huh. But literally out of the tank of his car. No, that's why I'm confused. As I just to don't like know. how people do that. Anybody else claim somebody stole? I just I want to believe him. Mm-hmm. 410-583-1065. Mama S, you were trying to explain this to me a second ago, so what were you saying? So what it's called, it's called siphoning. It's it's uh, like a, a pipe, not a pipe, but it's like a rubber tube that you put down like a straw into the gas tank, and the other end you suck out, like you suck, and it sucks the gas like a straw out of the gas tank, oh. and then you pour it into your gas can. Mama no S, there's no way people are sucking gas out of tanks with a straw. This cannot be true. Uh, it's getting that bad. Like, it's gotten so bad for us that I literally had a thought about, like, quitting my job yeah, because I couldn't afford the gas prices. No it's way. nuts. But, I mean, you haven't been desperate enough to think about getting a straw and sucking gas out of someone else's tank, have you? Oh, God, no. <laughs> don't, don't indict yourself right now if you have. I don't want to get you in trouble for that. Okay, 410-583-1065. And, Patty, you were talking about something that you saw on the news. Yeah, so um, what um, I saw is happening now, and they kind of gave a step-by-step instruction. They um, People are using drills. Oh. They're not siphoning. They're using drills, and they're drilling into people's gas tanks, and then 
you're taking the gas that way. But the sad thing is, is it can't be repaired. You need a whole new gas tank if that happens. So you're telling me they go underneath the car. Now that... They go underneath the car with a drill, and they drill the gas tank, and then they, they capture the gas. But unfortunately, you have to replace the gas tank because with a gas tank, you can't just patch it. I wonder if there's a way that, like, ugh, now we're going to have to be getting, like, gas tank shields. No, I know. No. Like, sign of the times, man. No. It's Mix 1065. Good morning. Let's get ready to laugh for... <laughs> what? <laughs> it's kid jokes. Laugh our dang socks off is what I was going to say. There you go. But uh, I was up late last night, Jess. Yeah. Not voting well for today's show. Okay. All right, kid jokes. We need some really funny kids in Maryland to call our kid joke hotline and leave us your best work. You know, we're talking about that joke that you think is so funny. You just can't wait to tell us. Let me give you that phone number. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. Now, Jess, we as adults, we're, we have a mission. And what is that mission? To solve these jokes. Yeah. And you would think that it's, you know, that you could do it, that it's easy. But it's not. It's not no. easy. There's really no way you can prepare except just do your best. And hopefully, you know, we come out on the other side. Jess, as adults, listen, if you're, if you're the parent listening, like, you, you ain't going to know these. You don't. These kids are smarter than we were. 855-KID-JOKE. My name is Becca. Uh... I'm seven years old and I live in Dundalk. My joke is how do pedals call each other? Oh my god. Oh Becca, you sound amazing. So cute. Jess, how do turtles call each other? On their shell phones. It's too easy. Oh. Shell phone? Yeah. Show me, show me shell phone. Shell phone. Oh my god. Yay! That's Maya, my uh, right Maya told me that joke. Before. You know that one? Yeah. Okay. 855 Kid Joke. 855 Kid Joke. Hello, my name is Erin. I am 10 years old and I live in, Hamp- in Hampstead. And what is the best dance move you can do in the rain? Okay, Erin. The best dance move that you can do in the rain. Rain dance? Make rain. it rain? Make it, that scene make from it, Step Up? It's like, gotta be make it rain. Do kids know what make it rain means? Though? I mean, I'm sure they do. Make it rain? Show Wait, us. Is it make it rain? What else would it be? Is that a dance? That's not a dance move. That's an action. <sighs> I can only, like the rain dance. Is it the rain dance? A rain, that, that's. Not that's, the electric slide. Not the electric slide. What if that's it? Not the, the electric, electric slide. slide. We're going to go with not the electric slide. A pirouette. A pirouette. Pirouette. Oh, okay. That's, it's, it's, it's like a turn. Oh, a that, that was a good move. one, That's good. Aaron. That's well, well played. That's that was good. good. 855 kid joke. 855 kid joke. Hi, my name's Ada. I'm nine years old. I live in Maryland, Abingdon, Maryland. My joke is, what did the candle say to the other candle? What did the candle say to the other candle? I got it. You got a light? No. No? Never been more sure of anything in my life, Jess. Something with wax. It's lit. It's lit? It's lit. What did the other candle say to the other candle? They said it's lit? It's lit. It's lit. Slang. Kids, Kids say it's lit nowadays, right? Just trying to get down to the to their level, Jess. All right. Show me it's lit. Oh, well, do you want to go out with me tonight? Damn it, that's so much. Do better. you want to go out with me tonight? Go out. Go out like a candle. Go out. Go out. That's what I mean. I would have never God. thought about that. I'm it's, all. I'm all like, do you have a lighter? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's lit would have been better, but it's fine. Eight five five kid joke. I am Mary. 
am eight years old and I live in Maryland, Boston, and my joke is, what do you call a wolf that is lost? What do you call a wolf that is lost? Um, lost wolf. Little lost wolf. Lost Where, wolf. Werewolf. Werewolf. Show us friggin' werewolf. Show me Harry Potter. A werewolf. A friggin' werewolf. And I'm, I'm going to say, as adults, we did pretty dang good. Yeah. By we, I mean you. But I'll take half credit today. That's kid jokes. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number 3. Hearings took place yesterday afternoon on a fast-tracked bill that would eliminate the state's gas tax for 30 days. And the tax is 36 cents for every gallon. And if the bill is passed, it could be on Governor Hogan's desk by tomorrow. According to AAA, Maryland's average price for a gallon of regular gas is $4.23. A year ago, it was $2.83. Even though the bill would take effect immediately after the governor signs it, there still may be some complications. Some gas stations may still have gas in the ground that has already been taxed. The hope is, is that gas stations will not delay implementing the gas tax holiday because they would use the alternative credit to offset the price of gas that's already been taxed. So we should have more clarity on the situation within the next couple of days. I wonder if Tesla people are just like, nah. I always thought about getting an electric car. I drive a Jeep. Worst time ever to be driving a Jeep. Mm. My gas light came on this morning. Yeah. It's easily going to be... 80 bucks maybe to fill up? $80. Jeez. What do you pay to fill up? You got a little Honda. Um, and yours is like a, isn't it some type of it is. electric or yeah, smart it's, or something? It's, like tw- it's a Honda Insight. Yeah. So it's like, and it is better on gas. Yeah. How much has it been? I, I don't know. I mean, it, it is good on gas, so I really don't know like how I, I can go a while without actually filling nice. up. Maybe like 40 Jealous. I'm jealous, man. Number two. While some of the materials regarding Bob Sackett's death have been permanently sealed, the Orange County Sheriff's Office released its incident report on the matter, hoping to, hoping to prove once and for all that his death was an accident. They say that Bob arrived back at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Orlando just after 2 a.m. on January 9th following a performance, and the valet said that he didn't notice anything odd about him, like slurred speech or balance issues, and Bob actually took a selfie with him. Bob was then observed on security video walking across the lobby towards the elevators, and then from there he went to his room by himself, and he didn't stop to interact with anyone else in the process. And once he was in the room, his door was never unlocked or opened until security found his body later that day. Police found no evidence of foul play or of anyone else being in the room. Based on his injuries, they think Bob hit his head on something hard but padded, and the headboard, I guess, was slightly padded and uh, a little removed from the wall, leading the medical examiner to think it did make contact with his head. Can I tell you that like that story will forever freak me out now? That's why I got freaked out last week. Because I fell and hit my head. And like, mm. it doesn't sound like anything crazy happened to him, you know? And I was, I was feeling kind of dizzy. My hearing was kind of weird. Yeah. And that's why I think I overreacted to it because of stories like this. Mm-hmm. It sounded like Bob just thought it was just, oh yeah, I hit my head. Okay, let's move on. Right, but right. I guess you never know. Number one. Could using too many emojis at work prevent you from getting promoted? Because according to this new study, they're saying it's possible. A study, a study recently conducted at Tel Aviv University shows that workers who use emojis and other graphics in their emails were seen as less authoritative and that using them signals low power. It doesn't matter what your role is. The study said that even CEOs look weaker if they use them a lot. The study was aimed at answering the theory that the use of images and email influences the perception of employees at work. And according to them, 
Using graphics shows that people want social proximity, something that other research shows is desired more by less powerful people. They're not saying you have to, like, rule them out entirely, but just pick and choose on who you're sending and using emojis with. I really, I mean, people like, obviously, Jess, our direct boss, I don't mind it, but, like, our big boss, I would never send an emoji to. It just, it doesn't it seem, because, think, well, think about it in reverse. Have you ever gotten an emoji from your boss before? Like, no. think, think about our big boss. Like, I don't think she really sends emojis in her emails. No. I think it does kind of seem immature. I also think that you anyone... You think it's that, immature? I think sending emojis, yeah, is a little immature. I also feel like if you don't send an emoji, you must be mad at me. Like, I automatically assume you're mad. I'm like, why? Where was the smiley face on that? So you're like, as far as, like, work-wise, you would never use emojis or any sort of, like, smiley face in emails? No. Nobody with authoritative power. I would never in a million years send an email with an emoji in it. Interesting. I've never, I mean, I've honestly never even thought about the issue ever. Now you know. This is Justin. That was your top three. Right now, though, parents, can you call us and tell us that literally we just want to hear the creepiest thing that your kid has ever said to you? 410-583-1065. What's the creepiest thing that your kid has ever said to you? I'm like going down a rabbit hole this morning. There's a mom Facebook group that we follow. And I, they posted this question the other day, literally just what's the creepiest thing that your kid has ever said to you? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have kids. Jess doesn't have kids. But after hearing these stories, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like, what do they see? <laughs> what do they What do they see? What do they know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me read you some of these. I'm have you add your story to it, okay? First post that freaked me out. When my second child was a week old, my daughter came to me and said, "The man behind you wants to hold the baby." I turned around to look, and there was no one there, but the baby stopped crying. Yeah. What? Yeah. I believe that. What? How do they know this kind of stuff? Because they can see, like, family members. Do you think this is common, though? Yeah. Like, I, I, there's been, I, I've had, like, stories where one of my cousins, I, they we think that it was my papa, which I 100% believe. But, like, she would always look in a corner and point and, like, wave. And no one was there. So scary. Yeah. I mean, I think that one's kind of, I think that one's sweet. Well, let me keep going. Another post. One night, I was on the toilet, and my then three-year-old came running into the toilet, closed the door, put her fingers on her lips, and said, shh, the man is coming, and turned all the lights off. Wait. What? <laughs> what? Can you imagine? You're just sitting here trying to pee? No. What's the creepiest thing your kid has ever said to you? Another post. Passing a cemetery. Oh, God. My son said, Mom, that's where I'm going to come visit you very soon. Oh, hell no. That what? Was, that could have just been a D move. You know what I mean? That was, that was an age thing. I don't know. All right, another post. Hey, Mom, you see that castle over there? I died in there. He said the castle that he saw was actually an old prison. He said, I used to live there because the policeman thought I stole the diamonds, but it wasn't me who stole them. So, yeah, that's where I died. What? One more. When she's laying in bed at night, she sees these creepy people with upside down faces just staring at her. And she said it was more than once and they just come and go. Are your kids like this? Is this normal kid life? (laughs) Like if you're a parent, (laughs) if you're a parent, do you just have to do this scary stuff all the time because it's just normal kid things? I want to hear some Maryland real-life stories about this. 
What's the creepiest thing that your kid has ever said to you? 410-583-1065. Let's go through calls. Hey, Samantha in Darlington, good morning. Good morning. Creepiest thing your kid's ever said to you? So we moved into a house in Delta, Pennsylvania. And when we moved in, the house seemed a little off, but, you know, it was what it was. And my daughter, she was young. She was probably like four. And she was always real independent, would play by herself, kind of kept herself entertained. I was using the bathroom. And I noticed that she always had to be around somebody. Well, she cracked the bathroom door and she kept her hand in so I could see her. And when I came out of the bathroom, I looked at her and I I said, why, what is wrong? Why do you keep, you know, clinging to my side? What is going on? Yeah. And she said, the man is watching me. Ew. No. And I looked at it. Well, and there was a lot of windows in the house. So I started like looking around the house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What man is watching my child? Yeah, no, automatically thinking it was somebody creeping. I thought it was a real person. So I'm looking out the windows, you know, tearing through the house. And I'm like, where is this man? Yeah. And she looks at me dead in the face. And she goes, he's standing right behind no! me. No! No! And I, I, so I turned around and I'm like, there, it, there's no man. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. And she goes, he's very tall. He almost touches the ceiling. Ew! She said, she said his arms and legs are so long. You can't see him. How and old I was is she like, at this point? Nope. So I grabbed her and we left. I was like, nope, we're done. No. How old is she at this point? She was like four. So there's no way she could have been like some car. I'm thinking like Slender Man, but they don't know those kind of things at that point. No, we we never watch scary movies with her around. Okay, that's creepy. That's that's super creepy. Oh my god. Yeah, that one freaked me out. Thank you for calling us. No problem. See ya. 410-583-1065. Allie. Good morning. Good morning. You got a creepy kid story for us? The creepiest thing your kid ever said to you. Okay, so it wasn't my son. It was my nephew. Um, This was September 11th of 2013. I was pregnant with my son. And my nephew um, was three months. And my other nephew was only three years old. And I was babysitting um, the two of them. And I remember his mom telling me, like, oh, sometimes he wakes up in the middle of the night and he'd be screaming. So I was like, okay, cool. So I don't no, know. No, it's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> You're like, got it. Okay. So I'm freaked like, out, but it's fine. three months. So I'm like, okay, I didn't think nothing of it. Right. Yeah. It was, it was 7.30, um, and I was watching TV, and I kept hearing the door creak, and it was it was disturbing me at first. I was like, okay, you know, maybe it's just like the wind because we were in the basement. <laughs> and my nephew, who was three, he kept on saying, auntie, the man is coming, the man is coming, and the lady is coming. No. I just was like, I was like, what lady, what man? And he was like, they come down here every single night, no. and they bother baby Declan. And I was no. like, okay. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to put a Papa Disney movie on. I'm like, okay, we're going to watch Lion King. We're gonna like literally anything but this. Mind. Yeah. Exactly at 8.30, I heard the baby scream. And when I went in the room to turn the light on, he had scratches on his arm. And oh my, my nephew, three years old, he was like, the witch is coming. The witch is coming. I called my brother and sister Lana. I was like, I don't know what you got going on here, but you need <laughs> this is not my nephew. And I'm taking the kids to my house, and we're gonna stay there until you get back. Like I, nope. I, to this day, I do not go in that basement. To this day, I will not. They go still there. live there. They still live there, and it's happened on more than one occasion. My son had a situation in there, and I just was like, I kept That's telling it. him, like, don't go in the basement, don't go in the basement. And he came up there, and he was like, Mommy, the witch is trying to get me. And I was like, what nope. this witch? No, nope. <laughs> not doing it. Hey, Brianna and Odin, good morning. Good morning. What's the creepiest thing your kids ever said to you? So she um, is three, 
and she was looking in the mirror because I do her hair, and she always likes to look when she's done. Well, like a couple minutes later, I noticed that she was talking to the mirror, oh, but it's what she started like saying, like, "Oh, mommy, like the little girl in the mirror, she really likes my hair." No. And what? No. Like having this conversation with this person in the mirror, no. and I'm already weird about mirrors and like superstitions with that. Yeah. All right. I was like, we're going to turn the mirror around. So I turned the mirror around. She's like, it's okay. He's just going to go to my room anyway. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Were you it's, so freaked? Like, how do you get over that in your lifetime? Like, how does one ever move past that? Um, I, I guess because she just says creepy stuff all the time. So every time it's just you get over that one and then you hear a new one. What? So. <laughs> they just rotate them in and yes, you become more immune to it as it goes. Wow, yes, man. Do you, okay, okay. Let me ask you as, as a parent. Do you actually believe there was someone that she could see or you think this is just kid gibberish? So I, I'm hoping that it's just kid gibberish. Yeah. But Sometimes I'm like, can you see something that I can't see? And I don't know. I've always heard that kids are more open to that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, same. She, I mean, she may. I'm just hoping whoever she's looking at is nice and doesn't want to bother us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, that's a creepy one. Thank you for calling us. No problem. Have a good day. Have a good day. Time for to bay or not to bay. Why do I not have the intro in here? Uh-oh. Too busy uh, vibing over there, aren't you? <laughs> He's over here like singing, and I'm like, dude, can you just? For I thought five everything seconds. was prepped. I thought everything was prepped and good to go, but it was not. Ahem! To bay or not to bay? To bay or not to bay? That is the Maryland question. The sloppiest show of the year. It's all right. <laughs> Welcome to To Bay or Not To Bay. If you're from Maryland, you know exactly what's happening right here. Yes. We are not originally from here, but when we got here, first thing he told us was, there's this spice of the gods, if you will. It's called Old Bay. We were like, what? Yeah, and you said that you could put it on anything. And we, neither of us ever heard about Old Bay before moving over here. So we wanted to test that theory and put it on random things that you wouldn't put Old Bay on. Like pickles and random fruits and hot chocolate bombs and a bunch of stuff. Different kind of stuff. Jess is a trooper. That's for sure. Every week we try something non-traditional when it comes to Old Bay. This week happens to be St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. So we're trying to sit here and we're like, <laughs> what's the most St. Patrick's Day food that we can come up with? What's like the cheesiest thing ever? Probably cheesiest. Yeah, Something yeah, yeah. That might, because I know there's a lot of like St. Patrick's Day food, but like, we're better than that. It was too easy. So what we go with, Jess? Lucky Charms. Yeah, straight up Lucky Charms. It's every child's favorite. Well, the marshmallows were every, every child's favorite cereal. Right, right. Who wants that bread part? Disgusting. So what we're going to find out is, are Lucky Charms better if you put Old Bay on it? And Lucky Charms are this thing right now. Morphe actually just came out with like a collab with Lucky Charms. So really? there's like this whole like makeup Lucky Charms okay. palette you can go get right now. Well, let's give it a shot. Uh, Jess is going to make a cup full of... Because that's all I have. Don't have a bowl here. So Do you, I mean, was that like one of your childhood favorites, Lucky Charms? I wasn't allowed to have sugary cereals oh, as yeah. a ch- as a child, so just had the Cheerios without the honey in them. Um, that was great for oh, me. Oh yeah, that was that was basically just Cheerios then, right? Yeah, yeah disgusting. So I I couldn't tell you the last time I had these. Pour uh pour some milk on that bad boy. Why don't right. you take take a a bite of regular Lucky Charms oh, first? Oh, without the old bay. Yeah, just to you know. 
give you a little sample taste of what this that's. This is so nice. I haven't had cereal in so long. Dude, I was such a fat kid. I would always go through and just eat the marshmallows out of there. That's all I would do. I'd leave all the, the cereal part. All right. Here we go. Just as a... Lucky Charms on their own. And so pretty in here. Okay, just... Here we go. Just eat it. Oh, my God. It's good, right? <laughs> yeah. It's as good as I remember. I remember being super tasty as a kid. Oh, this is meant. Oh, this is great. Okay, so now we're going to take some Old Bay. Wow, that just made me really happy. Okay. And we're going to put Old Bay on Lucky Charms. It doesn't get better. Here we go. With Old Bay. I'm putting a lot of Old Bay in there. Yeah, really got to gotta bay it up. Okay. Do I mix it in or just have a bite? I think just like that. Okay, that's you're, you went heavy. You went heavy. Okay. All right, so try it. Now, Jess is going to try Lucky Charms with Old Bay. Is it better with it? Here we go. Even ratio as well. Old Bay, marshmallows, and the other part that nobody cares about. Okay, here we go. Taste it. Mm. No. Not good. That's bad, guys. I don't think it is. <laughs> that one's not good. Give me a... You don't need that in your life ever. Give me a descriptor. I, I think, like, the Old Bay on the sugary marshmallows... It's like, it's like nasty in there. Not happening. Uh, maybe it's the milk, you know? <laughs> so I'm guessing by your facial reaction, that's... Old Bay, the not milkiness. To not to bay. Not to bay on that one. Lucky Charms, not to bay. No. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. Our lives aren't like they used to be. They're busier. Early morning Zooms, grabbing coffee to make that in-office meeting, getting to your kid's soccer game on time. Life is different, and so is advertising. To reach any audience, you need your message out there in all media, broadcast to streaming, on screens, and right to the ears of your customers. And that's what we do at Odyssey. Let's build a media campaign that targets the customers you know and want to reach more of. Right here in our community. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.